the statistics are, are real. If you're 65 years old and healthy, you have a 50-50 chance to spend some time in a nursing home in your lifetime. And, you know, that could be a month, that could be, you know, years. So we don't know what that is, but we know the cost is expensive and we know the cost of health care, including nursing home care, is rising faster than the average cost of inflation. I know right in Minnesota, it's, for a private room, is over $10,000 a month. In Wisconsin, it's over about $9,800 a month, somewhere in that category. Um, the, you know, so national average is high. It's time for the Retirement Reality Podcast with the founder of Principal Preservation Services, Mike Koyanen. Welcome in to another edition of the Retirement Reality Podcast. I'm Ben George alongside Mike Koyanen for an episode we're going to get into sabotaging your own retirement things that we commonly see people do especially Mike and his clients or people that maybe come in as clients that have already kind of made some mistakes. We're going to walk you through some of those things that we commonly see so you can avoid sabotaging your retirement once you finally get there. You put in all the hard work, so you don't want to screw it up once you get to that point. Let's bring in Mike now. Mike is the founder and owner of the Principal Preservation Services with offices in Woodbury and Hudson, serving that whole Minneapolis, St. Paul, and Western Wisconsin area. Mike, how you doing? Awesome. Good morning. Good morning. So, you know, last we talked to you, you were getting prepared for a wedding. How did everything go? It's good. It's, it's already been about a month uh, past that, which is great. But yeah, it turned out good. It was an outdoor wedding, a barn wedding. It got a little chilly at night. It was the last season, uh, you know, the wedding's weekend of the year. But um, I think it got down to in the 40s that night. But uh, we had a good time. It was it, uh, everything Turned out good. Nothing's ever perfect on a wedding day, right? But right. Um, when it's all said and done, it was a success. Great. That's and they great both said, I do. Good. That's always <laughs> the most important. Yeah. Where did they go for the honeymoon? You know, they just did a mini one right now. They're, they're going to wait till the winter is here to get away. But they just good did idea. a like a four-day little mini one up on the North Shore of Minnesota, past Duluth and into uh, Lutzen and beautiful country up there. Well, that's great. That's good to hear. I'm glad everything went smooth, and congratulations to you and your family. Let's look at uh, some headlines we want to get to. There's been a lot of different news out there, but there's one that really kind of caught my attention I want to get your thoughts on, and and that was from the Social Security Administration. We know we talk Social Security a little bit on this show uh, from time to time, and they recently announced that retirees will be getting a 1.6% cost of living adjustment on their monthly benefits next year in 2020. So will that increase matter at all to your clients, do you think, or is this essentially irrelevant? It's not super relevant. We prepare our clients to know that you know, Social Security is not keeping up with inflation. That's the most important thing to do. If you think that Social Security is going to keep up and beat inflation, <laughs> you have to think twice about that one because it's not. Reality is, you know, 1.6 for 2020. It was a 2% cost of living adjustment here for 2019. It was 2.8% last year in 2018. So we've had some okay cost of living adjustments. Uh, you look at the prior 10 years before that, they weren't that great. We had a few zeros in there, even a 0.3. So mm. it's averaging about 2%. And I, I just prepare my clients to know that's pretty much what it's going to roughly average, about a 2% cost of living adjustment uh, from here on out. Okay, that's good to know. So that'll be taking effect in 2020, but I'm sure some of that might be offset by Medi Medicare costs too, right? Premiums on the rise a little bit can kind of offset Yeah, they all, they all go up a little bit. That's yeah. right. 
So let's move into our main topic. Again, Mike, if you don't know Mike, if you're just joining us, make sure you subscribe to, on Apple Podcasts to the Retirement Reality Podcast. But Mike is the founder and owner of Principal Preservation Services. Everything you can find online at principalpreservationservices.com. You can call his office as well at 855-987-8888. And we're going to talk to him today about sabotaging your own retirement. You know, with all the things in the financial world that you can't control, why would you sabotage your own retirement by messing up the things you can control? So let's discuss some of the ways that people sabotage their own financial health. Let's start with this one. And this is one we commonly see, people getting emotional about their investments and obsessing about the short-term ups and downs in the market. Yeah, the, you have to take the emotions out of investing. Now, obviously, if you're getting you're getting real close to retirement, there's probably a, an opportunity to not have so much in the market or be a lot lower risk at that time. But if you have time on your side, you're, you're over five years to you know, 15, 20 years away from retirement, you have time to let the market do what it does. Typically, if you look back historically, the market's positive seven out of almost every 10 years. So you're going to make some decent returns overall. And to be... Uh, <laughs> making some rash moves, rash decisions when the market is is up and down. And now you look at the, this year, there were some a few months this year that didn't look that great. And when we had the tariff talks and everything else that was going on between China and, and uh, actually other countries as well. But it's turning out to be a, a pretty successful year in the market for those ones who stayed strong and stayed steady. And so you can't make those decisions. You can't be that person that's emotionally making decision to get out when it's too late and then they get in when it's too late and you're just missing the upside and you're, and you're missing a lot of the, the gains by getting in too late too. So that's why they say retail investors make mistakes. You have to trust you know the professional that's helping you in retirement. Got it. The next one is Social Security related as we talked about uh, with uh, the, the headline. But this one is, you know, once you get to retirement, everybody tries to figure out when should I start claiming that benefit, right? Social Security. And a lot of times, if you make that wrong mistake and, and you go too early or too late, mainly too early, I guess, but when, if you don't pick at the right time, it can kind of affect your portfolio and your plan, right? Yeah, it does. And, and Social Security Administration admitted a few years ago that over $10 billion of money is left on the table every single year wow. because people take their benefits at the wrong time. And you know they can track that. They know how long people are living, when they took their benefits, was that a good decision or not? And they're finding out people are not making the best decision. So it's our job to educate them about, you know, getting the most out of it. And, uh, you know, just this last, this month already, the month of, uh, well, this past month here, past November, I spoke to over 225 people just on social security, not individually in my office, but we did a seminar. A lot of them are coming in to get that report. It's our job to show them how much more you can get from retirement by taking that the right way. And a lot of times just delaying social security, maybe one or two or three years longer than maybe you anticipated will make your retirement plan a lot more solvent, a lot more stress-free because you don't have to rely so much on your other retirement dollars. So, you know, I just, before we got on the podcast, I was in really early this morning and put a plan out for uh, actually uh, somebody who's, a husband who's got some major medical issues and probably will not make it longer in another year or two, most likely. So our goal is, and she's got good health, so our goal is to see if we can delay hers as long as we can up till age 70. And uh, that's going to help her retirement 
along so much more than if she was to take it right now at a, roughly at age 65. So look into the details, make sure you work with somebody. And, and that's what we do here too. We give these free reports, how to maximize your benefits and complement your retirement plan and not just make a, a whim decision without thinking. Yeah. Always work with a professional to get to get all the details figured out. There's some things you're probably not considering and they can help you out with that. Uh, yeah. One thing that you you know often will consider is that uh, need for nursing home stay in the future and pretending like that risk is so far in the future that you don't even need to think about it right now. That's that's a way you can really sabotage your uh, your retirement. Yeah, you have to think about that. I mean, the statistics are, are real. If you're 65 years old and healthy, you have a 50-50 chance to spend some time in a nursing home in your lifetime. And, you know, that could be a month, that could be you know, years. So we don't know what that is, but we know the cost is expensive and we know the cost of healthcare, including nursing home care is rising faster than the average cost of inflation. I know right in Minnesota, it's for a private room is over $10,000 a month. In Wisconsin, it's over about $9,800 a month, somewhere in that category. Um, the, you know, so national average is high. And if you're going to spend two years in a nursing home, you know, that's a quarter million dollars right there roughly so and that's what today's cost is what will that be in 20 or 30 years from now so you have to do the right planning make sure you know are you going to be self-funding your your uh, long-term care or are you going to actually get a long-term care health plan or you know insurance to cover that so it's different for everybody but you have to consider that and i know i've had several people come up to me after seminars and say i my mom and dad lost everything because of the nursing home. And it just all really comes down to a lack of planning. And sometimes there's nothing you can do. It's all about the health. Yeah, that's unfortunate to hear, but it is the reality of the situation. One issue that people have a lot of times, and I think this is the mo- one of the more common issues that people have in retirement, is really underestimating how much money they're going to need and what they will need to kind of fund their lifestyle that they want to have the rest of their life. And you know, if you don't do that correctly, you don't plan. You know, you're going to be living in retirement for a long time, and all of a sudden, you might be in a position where you know you might have to start counting every dollar. Yeah, you have to be realistic when it comes to retirement. And a lot of people come in here and they say, oh, "I don't need much. I can get by with." $2,000 a month. I go, well, <laughs> is that true? I says, I think sometimes it's good to do a dry run before retirement, because if your income is going to be drastically reduced in retirement, uh, just say you're you're making $100,000 a year while you're working, and you think you can live off of you know, thirty five, forty thousand a year, that's a big drastic change. And I said, to see if you can really do that is try that for three months or maybe six months. Can you live off of that income after taxes? What can you actually live off of? What, what do you actually net? And if you can do that, great. But I think it's good to try it first because um, you have to have enough money to keep up with inflation. Most people are actually the first five years in retirement are spending just as much, sometimes more than they were when they're working because why? Now you ended up at the Home, home Depot or the you know the hardware store or you know lumberyard and the guys on weekends used to do it when you're working now you're there all the time gals are quilting more they're they're doing more of their hobbies more guys are golfing more fishing more a lot more travel you're spending more money because you have more time on your side and you want to keep busy you're used to being busy and you're going to stay busy and you're probably going to spend more money so you have to make sure you're being realistic with inflation in retirement all right we got two more 
ways in which we see people sabotage their own retirement. These are two that you see quite a bit and you talk about, uh, especially when you appear on WCCO TV, you've talked about these before, but I want to get into yeah. these a little bit more. The first one is just not funding your accounts enough, right? Yeah, some people aren't putting in hardly enough or they haven't been increasing their percentages into their 401ks, you know, retirement plans. In those years, they've they've put in maybe 3% and the company's matching 5 and they're missing out on that free money because they just haven't increased that. Uh, you need to keep increasing your contributions every single time you get a raise. And so those last couple of years of, of work, you should have, have been maxed out your 401k. Uh, you should be in a position where you're hopefully you know putting the, the maximum in there. So that's huge is people aren't just increasing those contributions enough and they didn't start early enough. But the last one is when it comes to 401ks, I say that's for your retirement. Don't get in the habit of taking loans out against your retirement plan. It's a bad habit to get into because, you know, and maybe it's justified, but what I find in retirement is you get a habit of that. And I see certain people that are used to taking out 401k loans. And then when they retire, they get in the same habit of just taking withdrawals out of their IRAs and just using that money for things that really should be used for retirement, but they're using it for things that they shouldn't be using it for. And they're just spending down their accounts too fast. And one big thing that I've seen a lot is people helping out their children, adult children, mind you. And so I think it's great that you have a heart to help them, but I said you can't sabotage your, your retirement for helping out your kids with their debt and their their problems. Sometimes the best thing to do is let them work through their, their problems so they can grow up and it builds character and it's not easy to go through tough times, but that's how they learn. And I, I, I could say even for my own daughter that we had to be we couldn't enable her and she was going through a tough season in her life that we just actually pulled away as much as we wanted to help. We didn't help financially because we know she had the only way she's going to learn is going through through this herself. And today she's miles and miles ahead of where I thought she'd even be, which is great because she actually had to face those tough issues. And if you're going to help your children fifty hundred thousand dollars out of your retirement accounts, that's going to postpone your, your retirement date. Who knows? Five years, 10 years. And are they going to actually help you <laughs> pay your bills in retirement? <laughs> Probably not. So uh, don't touch your retirement money for helping out children, grandchildren. Yeah, that seems like it's a difficult one for a lot of people to do just because you have that soft spot in your heart to help out. But in the long run, it's better off to let them sort through it and work through those and kind of learn how to manage their money a little bit better. It'll benefit everybody in the long term. Yes, it will. So those are the ways that we see people sabotage their retirement. Make sure you do not make these same mistakes. That's why we're working through them and, and talking through them with Mike. And if you have any questions, if there's any issues or you're thinking about taking money out against uh, your retirement accounts and you want to know the other options that you have on the table, reach out to Mike, reach out to his team over at Principal Preservation Services. They'll work you through this. They've, they've been in these situations and worked with clients on these these items multiple times and can help you walk through each one of these and, and get your plan on track so that you're ready for a retirement. You don't have to worry about sabotaging yourself and you can enjoy it the way you want. There's a couple ways you can reach out to Mike. You can do so online at principalpreservationservices.com or you can call them at 855-987-8888. A couple of different offices for you, one in Woodbury and uh, one across the river in Hudson. So either way, whatever one you want to 
hop into, you can do so by calling them or checking them out online. Also on Facebook as well, you can reach out, send them a message, and and they will respond to you there as well. So, Mike, appreciate the time on uh, this topic. That was a pleasure. We will talk another one coming up uh, next week. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.